I got to shoot this really um, this, uh, cool show. It's not going to come out for another year. They're, they're only going to premiere the first season of it in August. It's called Swedish Dicks. Uh, already love it. And it's... Uh, it's gummy fish. They're Swedish fish, but they're gummy dicks. Uh, and it's about the factory that makes novelty bachelorette candy. That is so close. That is so close. Ah. It is actually about two Swedish detectives. <laughs> uh, oh. Who uh, They are, went a different direction. They, they, went, they went a slightly different direction. But the thing is, uh, it stars uh, Peter Stormare. Oh, mm. shoot. Who uh, is Where Chernoborg, is Pancake's house? Who's, uh, who's, Chernoborg, who's Chernoborg in... We um, will play checkers. <laughs> Where is Pancake's house? So I got to talk to him. I'm hungry now, you know. <laughs> I, I got to talk to him about the show. Like I said, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Neil Gaiman. I'm a fan of that story in particular. Right. And what they were able to do with those eight episodes was really creative, but really, really close to the book, which is very was saying something for a, a cable show about a about a novel. About a it it seemed novel. like it had a big budget from what it, it looked like. I don't. No, think I'm saying it what did. it looked like. It seemed oh, yeah, like no. it had a big. I budget. think they just, they still just ran out of money because they were they yeah. were taking such big swings. See, to me, it, it felt a lot like they had a lot of tricks and they knew how to make a lot of stuff feel one way without actually having to show it. Like a lot of murders that happen through silhouettes and whatnot. So okay. I, I feel like it's the kind of show that, to me, doesn't look like they have a ton of money, but knows how to maximize the amount of money that they have. Well, they definitely to had look to. like a bigger production. They had to, yeah. And it's great. I mean, like I'm, I'm very much enjoying it. We watched about four episodes, I think, yesterday. So mm-hmm. we, we binge. We have free stars all week. So we're trying to take advantage of that right now to get caught up in the show. And, and what's great about it is, and this is what I didn't like about Legion as much that I really like about American Gods is I feel like things are happening for good reasons and not just this guy's crazy. So a uh, Bollywood number. I'll go back to again. Like it just stuff. This stuff seems to make sense. And that's what I like about American Gods is it's all tying together. And yes, it's weird, mm-hmm. but it ma- it seems to make sense in the world we're living. I, I see what you're saying, but here's here's where I'm gonna the depart company. The reason I like Legion. Was because over because it, it it did something that I thought was very hard to do. Yes, the the, the make Aubrey Plaza the, interesting. <laughs> Aubrey hey, Plaza is always hey, interesting. Like hey, everybody, yeah. but she. But the, the thing is, is that is that yes, the whole thing is is basically about it's going on in a guy's head who can't even trust himself. Right, he's crazy. But they did it in a way where I thought they still made it interesting. They still had a flow of a, of a storyline because the, like the alternate was like. I didn't like Black Swan, okay. the movie. And it got Academy Awards. It got Academy Award nominations. but Not I enough nudity for you. I didn't like Well, because here's the thing. It starts off with, hey, this chick is crazy. And at the end, the arc is, no, she really is crazy. <laughs> the end. And so you don't, you don't see any growth. You don't really see anything. It was just like, you see all these images. And it's like, no, there's no story here. Uh, so but with, with this guy, it's like... This guy is a is an incredibly powerful being. He can't trust his own mind, and we're going to have to go yeah. through his mind with him. And, and it's almost like when you're out. in a dream state, Ray. We've had this discussion before. I'm still mad at before. you. <laughs> Look, you're going to say you wake up and you know exactly what your dreams meant every time you had a dream. Well, here's the deal. I would just say, like, if the whole thing takes place in the mind of a guy who's super powerful and, and schizophrenic or whatever, then there are no stakes because that's it. Whatever happens to him happens to him, and, and it affects everybody. But to me, it's just it doesn't matter well, because well, nothing no, is real. Well, no, no the, stakes. The, the stakes are is, is that because he's so powerful, he could destroy everyone and everything. Sure, the stakes are humongous all the time. So you're exactly wrong. 
You're one hundred percent wrong. But we never see that. We never see that since well, it always we, takes well, place he, in his. We never mind, see that in the first it's, season. It's, it's well, but he, he, he blows up the room of of agents that are after. He does, and I we mean, think they're the bad guys. And we think he blows them up. He might not have actually done that. That could have been in his mind too. No, he, blew he could have made that up. The guy came. There are times we can tell we're in the real world, and times we can tell we're not in the real world. Yeah, I don't think we were ever in the real world that entire time. I think that he is still crazy, and it's just his fever dreams. Anything that's not completely explainable, Ray does not get. Thank you. Fine. Thank you. But that's what I like about American Gods. American Gods. It's very linear. It's I, very linear. I it's, feel like I could follow it, even though like they, they keep throwing these weird things at me. The face mask thing that grabs the person and takes them to a VR reality for no good reason. Like, uh, fine, I can accept all of this. You know, like I, I can accept a lot in a TV show if it feels like you're they're making choices based on narrative storytelling and not I want to do this cool visual thing. And that was my problem with Legion. Is it felt like when they did the silent movie thing and when they did a whole bunch of this stuff, it's like eh, there's really no reason for it other than the people making the show thought it would be cool. And it, w- it would be cool to me is not a good enough narrative reason to do something like that. I saw the narrative reasons. I'm just going to say that. I did, okay. too. And it's, and it's, we every, both did. And for the record, Matt, everybody disagrees with me on this. Yeah. <laughs> just, this is my thought. This is how I and feel. So and this you is the way Ray lives his life. Everyone disagrees with me. Guess I must be uh, right. <laughs> Guess they're all wrong. It's weird. He's like, I'm just like Legion. Uh, I can't trust my own mind. <laughs> In my mind, everyone agrees with me. How dare you? Yeah, no, I, I, but but American Gods, damn good show, uh, and a lot of wieners. I will say this: a lot. between, a lot if I have to Lots rank the two shows, I will say American Gods. I think is better than Legion. Fair yes, enough. I will say that. I enjoy it more. Um, but they're different shows. One's like a superhero mutant show, and the other one's about yeah. you know folklore about with and, superhero yeah. gods. Yeah, which and they and yeah, su- superhero <laughs> gods. But they also it's it's kind of a history lesson too, because that was the the cool thing about the American Gods book was that he was infusing actual lore of all these different gods. So you're going to find out yeah. about the Egyptian gods, and you're going to find out about the the Irish uh, sort of deities, and, and Valhalla, and then even and I love Christianity. That. And Because there's so much there. There are like, th- what, 2,000 gods or something like that there's in a the lot. pantheon of the world? Yeah. And then the idea of new gods, because really, in order to have a god, all you have to have is they have to be, uh, you know, worshipped, and you have to... You have to, to give, there has to be a, a sacrifice or a tithing of some sort. You got to give something up. So when you see these new gods, media, which are, yeah, media technology, uh, which we give our time to, which we, we kind of give our attention, attention to, to we, yeah. you know, we kind of give these metaphysical things up, and you see that actually they're very powerful gods, maybe even more powerful than the old gods that, you know, that required At least in a modern day setting. Yeah, and Peter Stormare is so good. He's so good. Dude, he's, 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 everything I've seen him in, I'm like, this is the part I, he was, he's probably my favorite on-screen depiction of the devil Hmm. from Constantine. Okay. Uh, Oh, okay. Just his, his short scene with Keanu Reeves being the devil in Constantine is probably my favorite. Uh, uh, he's in the one ever. of the most famous movie scenes, at least from my perspective of all time. When, when he falls off Nakatomi Plaza at the end of Die Hard. <laughs> Thank you very we much. All well, remember, or when he's or when he's caught feeding a guy into a, a wood chipper at the end of Fargo. <laughs> okay, well, that's that helps pretty too. great. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's a dude who only like in the last two years have I really become aware of. And then you look back, and he's like, a, 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 who's never... the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, uh, Michael, Michael Rooker. Rooker. Mm. Same thing with Michael Rooker. Like he's a guy who's been a working actor for 25, 30 plus Everything. years. Never noticed him before until he does that one thing you notice. And yeah. you go back, you're like, oh my goodness, he's in literally everything. Oh yeah, but I yeah. remember Peter Stormer. I remember Constantine. I remember from Bad Boys 2. Sure. I remember from... In Minority uh, Report, he had a scene where he uh, does... Pull somebody's eyeball oh, yeah. out. He was the, the eyeball, yeah, doctor, eyeball doctor guy. Doctor. Yeah, yeah. Eyeball doctor. Yeah. Uh, he's one of those guys to me. 
Yeah. Hey, everybody. <laughs> you have made it to the next thrilling installment of Raisin Brent. And I'm Rain. And I'm Brent. And uh, you've heard his voice. He opened the show for us. It's Matthew Harris. Hey, guys. Uh, Matt, where do people? Where would people know you from if they don't know who you are because they don't live in Los Angeles and already personally know you or your work? Oh, okay. Uh, well, the, the biggest thing I've had running is a Liberty Mutual commercial. If you've uh, heard someone talk about a food truck and, uh, being and perfect, and saying, yeah, the perfect. big line, perfect. I love that so much. Uh, <laughs> Let's all do our Matt Harris for see who sounds the okay, most like here Matt we go. Perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> I think I was a little closer than you. That's, that's pretty good, though, right? Pretty good. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, I got to say, I, I, I feel was like we all, we all passed. I was yeah. impressed. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, I did it three times. Nice. Just three. Uh, no, and uh, uh, and then you could check me out. Uh, you wouldn't know me from this, but you could get to know me uh, if you went to uh, uh, it's Matt Harris Graham. Honestly, it's Matt Harris Graham. Now you see, and, and my favorite thing uh, uh, besides the Liberty Mutual ad is uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. I rewound that scene like five times and watched it over and over and over again. Uh, Andy Samberg pulls a gun on me. <laughs> That's right. Because you were you're like robbing a truck or something. Yeah. 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 I was. Uh, I, if, if you look that up on IMDb, uh, you will see my character name as Perp. Perp. Nice. So right. that would be. Uh, yeah. Nice. It showed up in the closing credits as Perp. As Perp. <laughs> I recently saw Matt Harris on Life in Pieces. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, that character had a name. Uh, Tom. Tom, Tom Perp, actually. it's the same yeah, guy. Tom Perp. It's, it's, <laughs> he's just kind of in the multiverse of uh, network television, uh, just pop up here and there. I feel I you. I just thought, can I, can I picture, pitch you guys this idea? Maybe we can write it together. Yeah, it sounds is. good. Time Perp. Hmm. Like Time Cop, but it's a but criminal, though. It's criminal. So like, huh? the, like the Time Bandits movie by no! Terry Gilliam. <laughs> no! You want us all to be like uh, little people? Yeah. No! And go and around. Who, and to what degree would he be a perpetrator? Because you have a... Like, like for example, Biff. Well, we can't tell them ba- that right now. Biff's I mean. in Back to the Future Two was a time perp, and he completely altered the timeline. Mm-hmm. Whereas, but what if it was a guy who just like did petty crime? <laughs> he just like kind of pickpockets from. Uh... I don't think that's worth writing a movie about. <laughs> it's just like he just plants evidence. <laughs> that's all he does. It's the end of the poster. Just like he's messing with time, kind of, sort of. He'll never get caught because no one will care. Yeah. <laughs> He like goes back if in this time. This guy and... gets caught. He's doing two to five months. <laughs> <laughs> Things that are there are maybe even quasi crimes. Like he's filling up parking meters, which you're not supposed to do. Okay, so we're so we're fully committed to this now, right? <laughs> yeah, he goes back in time. Yeah, he does things like uh, you know he like wipes his like nuts on like some people's doorknobs, yeah. and you know he writes the Transformers movie by yeah. Michael Bay. Yeah. He does just things yeah, that exactly. are just a little bit annoying. Fuck, a little bit. This annoying. isn't. This is a series. Okay, this hold is on. A, we can get a whole season on Hulu. I'm registering this with the with, with yeah. the Writers Guild right now. Put it in the uh, unopened envelope, Brent. Sorry, they could only put uh, two writers. I put me and Matt, and I put you as story by. Oh, uh, here's the deal. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Compared to what else I'm doing right now, sounds great. Kaboom. <laughs> uh, Matt, we are a sports show, so uh, what is your connection to sports? What? Uh, and it's okay if there's not a lot. You were intimating earlier before we started recording to pull the curtain back that uh, uh, some of the topics uh, that you, you know you don't follow them as much. Well, that's the thing is that I uh, I, I do I come in and out of uh, the main sports like football, basketball, baseball. I'm generally always up in the combat sports. So uh, I'm a boxing fan. Sure. Uh, I, I am an MMA fan. Um, so so that's that's where I can talk about sports the most. I mean, I, I know the big guys, but uh, especially this season, I'm from Northern California. I'm a, uh, so I grew up kind of with the Niners 
I have I'm not so kept sorry. up. I, <laughs> hey, I grew up in a great Niners dynasty. That's a good point. I'm talking about Joe Montana was there. Steve Young was there. Uh, Neon Dion. I mean, actually, in my hometown of Stockton, California, <clears throat> just so you know, shout out. Is that out. home of Bait Car? It is. Nice. Bait <laughs> Car. Shout out to the 209. Uh, that's for a while... The uh, training camp for the Niners was at the University of the Pacific, which was in Stockton. So they would, like, Bubba Paris came to my sixth grade uh, assembly. Love it. And answered questions about the Niners. Uh, I haven't uh, kept up on them as much this time, so I'm a little behind on them. That just makes you a standard Niners fan. Why would you? (laughs) If you did, if if you kept up with them now, I'd expect you to come in here a lot more depressed. (laughs) Yeah, you're way upbeat for, for being a, a Niners fan. Yeah. I, you know, I, I I will say that uh, it, I, I I have abandoned them in their time of need, and I'm 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 still here. I'm I'm, I'm okay. okay. You know what? We forgive you. We because yeah. you know we, we, we don't we care do. about the Niners. We don't care about the Niners at all. We praise loyalty <laughs> to our teams. Right. <laughs> um, well, talking about boxing, then we bend the knee. Literally. Literally, we bend the knee for our well, teams. Yeah. We'll get well, to that later. But you you watch Game of Thrones, right, Matt? Oh, but I do. Oh, so we'll be mm. so. Uh, oh yeah. Well, let's talk about that. You mentioned combat sports. Let's talk about the big fight oh, that's going to be happening. They're rushing out before anybody get, comes to their senses. Jesus. Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather. The battle for literally nothing. Nothing. <laughs> A 49-0 and multi-time undefeated champion who never gets hit and never does punching versus an 0-0 Irish <laughs> MMA guy. Who has never boxed, and it, by all accounts, can't. Well, well here's the thing about I, here's what I will say about Conor McGregor because I have seen him fight. He is a very talented fighter. Uh, uh, he's he's got a good stand up game. He's got a, actually his stand up game in MMA has has got him some note, and he does have a flashing stand up style. So you know a lot of bolo punches. He likes to swing around and kind of dance around and, and and torment his opponents. A lot of that stuff is not legal in boxing though. So he literally has to confine himself into the rules of boxing. And that that's the, that's the thing. It's like it's like yeah, he can't he can't do a double leg takedown. He can't no. yeah, he can't not, tap Floyd he's Mayweather. He's not going to be able to like uh, he's not going to be able to get yeah. in the ring all hippie style barefooted. Yeah. You know, he just came from his campfire where he's like dancing around uh, celebrating the woods or whatever, Ooh, are, are he's you, gonna have to put on shoes like a civilized man. <laughs> Brent, you know MMA fighters are not all, his... are not all druids, right? <laughs> that's I mean maybe oh, maybe that's my mistake then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe you thought they were Celtic warriors. Like he's not going to be able saying, to get in there naked. Have, he's going to have to wear <laughs> shoes. Naked. Put on some damn shoes. Wouldn't that be something though? If they wanted to sell even more tickets, they'll do it ancient Roman Olympics, uh, Greek Olympic style. Totally naked, both of them, except for the gloves. Yeah. Okay. I mean, dick punch is legal. I would I, love it if he comes in wearing those shoes where the, the toes are individual on the shoe. Oh, yeah. toe shoes. <laughs> oh, gross. That would be awesome. That would be amazing. Be awesome. No. Well, at this point, it. at this point, do it. Do it. There is no. There, there's no real big skill reason that's going on here. Neither of these men. Well, actually, Floyd Mayweather will be able to if he wants to fight to the top of his skill. Conor McGregor will not. He will not be able to fight to the top of his skill set. So what you're going to get is probably uh, something that happened like Pacquiao. Where uh, Mayweather's going to get in there, he's going to keep his distance, he's going to block a lot of shots, there's going to be a lot of rounds where the punch count is rather low. Three to yeah. two. Uh, three to two. Or, or... In three minute round. Or maybe, you're, maybe uh, Conor McGregor, uh, my hope... My hope for this fight that would actually make it interesting is that Conor McGregor, who, you know, MMA fighters, they, they're, they're, they take a little bit more risks uh, so, so they can get a little crazy, is just going to rush at Floyd Mayweather. That's what I hope, too. And he's going to make him 
box. Now, I think he's still McGregor's still going to get his ass kicked because you don't just rush at Floyd Mayweather in a boxing ring with boxing rules and expect to walk away like everything's fine. Right. Uh, but it would make for a really interesting fight. I think that's what people are hoping is going to happen, but they hope Pacquiao would do that like shit he would too. Not, he would not be the only guy to try to do that to Floyd. Correct. And those yeah. guys are better boxers than McGregor is. My hope is that he's like, I'm down nine rounds. Let me just pretend like I'm going to punch you and then just kick you in the side of the head. And just take the DQ. <laughs> Everyone would love that. If, just it, take the DQ. If yeah. he did a single leg takedown on Floyd Mayweather mid-match, I mean, Boom. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I just want to kick to the right to the eardrum so that I see like Floyd like yeah. uh, in the finish him mode from yeah. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it would be something. But, I mean, to, to, that, to that degree, though... Pacquiao was known for having a very aggressive, you know, uh, uh, kind of uh, come-at-you-fighting style. And that works uh, when you don't have an injured shoulder. Yeah, Pacquiao was but. injured. <laughs> which was, that was his mistake, too. It was like, just, he should have canceled he, the fight. He, he was injured, but at, at, the, at the same time, he still went at Floyd, and Floyd was able to really just, just tamp it him. down. Just yeah. tamp it down. And he didn't even really, like, beat him up as much as he just kind of, you know, it was, it was he did what... You're essentially supposed to do in boxing, which is hit and not be hit. It's just that most of these fights are built off of off of hype. I, you know, Floyd Mayweather is. I don't even think he calls himself a boxer anymore. Not not to take anything away from the man. I mean, he still uh, is he does a sports what he does. entertainer. He says he's a sports entertainer. Yeah. So I mean, there's there's a, there's a part of this that's like, you know. It could be fun if they do if they just admit that this is what they're doing, but say this is WWE now. This is that's really all it is. This is we're going to have the hero and the heel, and they're going to come in here, and maybe we'll we'll throw some drama in there. But we know how this is going to end. My biggest problem with the way I, I don't find Floyd Mayweather to be interesting, and he's a Michigan guy, and I'm saying this about him. <laughs> like he uh, Floyd Mayweather, I find his matches to be boring. It's just a lot of clutching and grabbing. It's like playoff NHL hockey. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's there's I mean the, yeah there's punching happening, but dude never gets hit. There's never a doubt of what's going to happen. He's playing, you know, he's playing three, four D chess, like they say about Donald Trump, because they don't know what they're talking about. And uh, I, I see it the same way I see. If you remember '90s uh, UFC with Hoist Gracie, oh yeah, and where they were, twi- oh, yeah. this is in the era of two to three minute matches. Yep. And these matches before the new rules and everything, and the reason for the rules, he'd have matches that would go 20, 25, 30 minutes long against Dan Severin, Ken Shamrock, the whole crew, yeah. and he would just slowly boa constrict them That's it. until 22 minutes into them lying on the ground together, not moving, yes. then the yeah. other guy taps. And that's, that's the equivalent of how, what I see about Floyd Mayweather. And I'll tell I you. I think it's the opposite, dude. You think he so? Just like, yeah, he just like, he's like a Powerpuff girl. He like. Taps, he taps you like he, loves he taps you like three times and then just runs away. Yeah. I mean that's I respect the uh, the slow boa constrictor thing at least. Well, I'll tell you this, and this is actually true about uh, when you see really good boxing at, in terms of what the sport is supposed to be. Now, I'm not talking about exciting boxing. I'm not talking about like Ward Gotti, like where they just came in there and you see two guys beat the ever-living hell out of each other and you're just going, how are these guys still standing? This is amazing. Uh, or even some of the fights we've seen uh, uh, recently, uh, actually there, there, there are some middleweights that are coming up that are, that are really, uh, really good fights. But if you watch like Olympic boxing, yeah. Uh, well, what Olympic boxing used to be. I'm not, it's a whole other thing about what it is now. But what Olympic boxing used to be, or even fights that used to be trained by um, uh, 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 Emmanuel Stewart, mm-hmm. uh, they were boring fighters because they went in there. Like, like uh, a good example 
Uh, even though I don't think he's, he wasn't Lennox Lewis uh, uh, well, a Manuel Stewart guy. Lennox Lewis or if you, or Vladimir Klitschko. Vladimir oh, Klitschko yeah. only recently became interesting, but like he was this giant behemoth of a guy who would jab and get the yep. hell out of the way because that's how you win. You win by hitting and not be hit. And when you see somebody doing it to a T, boxing is it can be surprisingly but boring. Isn't he the one who's dating the cheerleader from Heroes? Yes. They've been married. married. They're that, married. They that makes it interesting. They're married. They have kids. Yeah. Uh, oh, there you go. So, I, yeah, then they were dating. I was right. I don't know what it is about <laughs> Floyd. I don't like him. But historically, I have like fighters like him. Yeah. Sweet P. Whitaker. Very similar fighter. I oh, love that dude. Oh, Parnell. Uh, Parnell yeah, 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 Parnell Sweepy Whitaker. Yeah. Um, uh, well, oh, God, what's like, his name? Like, he's my little quick Sugar, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard. Sugar Ray Leonard. When I think yeah. of great fighters. Sugar Ray Leonard. Now, he was a little more willing to trade punches because when you get in there with Hagler and Hearns, yeah. you could make the argument that uh, Mayweather never fights anyone at their prime. <laughs> No, and, well, no, 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 well, no. When he was coming anyone up, anyone good. If you if you if you look at his fights when he was coming up, he was coming up with Zab Judah when he was at his prime. He was coming up with uh, Zab with, Judah, but I, he, and he that's was, another guy that I like, Zab yeah. Judah, one I, of those type fighters. But he turned into kind of a not that great. Can well, I say well, I turned against Zab Judah the day he rejected Jesus <laughs> and took that thirteen pieces of silver? Thank well, you. There you go. Uh, no, what a I'll, jerk! I'll say if you, you know you can go back on YouTube if you watch a lot of the fights of Mayweather coming up. He's got the cred. The only the, the the, the issue I think a lot of people take with Mayweather is like now there's nobody he can find to fight him at his level and he's such a fin heel about everything. Okay. He really plays up the I'm about money and, and like, but he like, waited he's until, very unlikable. He waited until Pacquiao was out of his prime to fight him. He ducked he waited, Pacquiao for he waited years. until Oscar De La Hoya was out of his prime to fight him. I mean, and it was all in the guise of like, oh, well, his schedules didn't work out. I'm excited for when he fights Mike Tyson two years after Mike Tyson's dead. <laughs> I'm Here's really looking forward to that fight because Floyd Mayweather I, would book it. Here's the deal. I feel like he would have beat them anyway. So there was no reason to duck them. He's just like did it to just because he's a yeah. jerk. Did it because he's also, a winner. Also, the whole domestic, uh, you know. That's where you. That's, that's where you lose the whole bunch. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, he doesn't have a he doesn't have a good personal life. He got in a lot of trouble with the IRS. He's got all this domestic uh, uh, abuse shit, and people are like, well, and then he and then on top of that. He, it's like he, it's like he's the Donald Trump of boxing. He's like he comes out and he's like, yeah, I'm an asshole, mm-hmm. and 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 that's that's about it. Yeah, I'm I'm Money Mayweather. Oh yeah, I'm the per the purse is 120 million. And I, I want 110. Shit. Yeah, no, yeah. not 60, 60. I want 110, and you get eight. And you get yeah. eight, and, 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 and two, then, two two million goes to my dog. And and people so. who, people who know <laughs> boxing are like, you know, the the guy is is who he is. He does he does have the goods. But at the same time, when you got a guy who's taken like ninety ten of the split, it's it's his promotion company. You're just like, well, come on now. You know you're not there to win. You're the Washington Generals at this point. Yeah, what about yeah, – yeah. <laughs> This is kind of turned me do we, I, I feel a little stinky about uh, McGregor taking this fight too because he's going to – probably make more money than he's made his entire career combined in one fight so is that because oh i'm just you know i look if it's just a money grab if it's just a money grab that's fine but don't act like i'm really gonna try to beat mayweather well he's gonna try he's just i think he no i know he'll try you know what i'm saying like i'm gonna really try to outbox mayweather oh it can't happen yeah i think i think really his whole his whole goal should just be like I'm going to try to hit Mayweather. That's it. <laughs> that's it. I just want to be able to say I got a hit on on mm-hmm. on money Mayweather. I mean, that's the thing though cuz I mean you get it. that puncher's chance, you know. If he lands a hit, you never know. Yeah. I don't think he's going to land a hit. Yeah. 
If he does, you're going to see the production stop and, and the director run out and go, wait a minute, wait a minute. This what is not we what we talk about. What if yeah. we see, what if we're all just being played, right? And Mayweather's oh, just like, are. okay, there's no belt at stake here. Let's go fully WWE where I'm about to beat him. McGregor, the ref turns his <laughs> head. Somehow the ref falls down. McGregor like does a kick and then pins him. And then the ref comes back. He's like, oh, he's on the ground. Eight. No, <laughs> like fully, they fully go WWE. On. Uh, okay, what do two, you think? two things. One, yeah. I would love to see it. Yes, yes. Two, uh, Nevada boxing commissions uh, would never allow it. <laughs> oh, Mayweather can do whatever he wants. Mayweather can do whatever he people wants. People are betting cares? a lot of money on this fight. No way the uh, Nevada boxing uh, oh, really? commission. Really? Okay. I, well, people bet a lot of fire, bet, bet a lot of money on that last Pacquiao fight where he dominated that dude. Yeah. In the Granted, most... that was not in Nevada. Still, though, I I, I think overall this fight. Is it's uh, it's it's like if you go go watch the movie The Great White Hype, like yeah. literally go. It's actually is a really fun movie. It holds yeah. up. Like it came out in the late nineties. You watch it again, it's still funny. Go watch that movie and then and and it'll and it'll be the same thing of how all this hype is going to get built up. You know, this fight is either going to end in the third round uh, or it's gonna it's gonna go the distance in the sloggiest way like by by the fourth round you're going to get up and get another beer or you're going to go and uh, really investigate your dip uh, it's just it's it's the one be thing that would make me re- that would redeem Mayweather in the slightest way for me is if he was just like this guy can't hit me I'm going to knock him out I want to see Mayweather knock him out that's what like, I, that's, I I think yeah. I think McGregor's defense is going to be shoddy at best Mayweather's going to see openings that he's dreamed of seeing his entire professional mm-hmm. career mm-hmm. and if he is the the baller the gamer that he claims to be, he's going to pick him apart and knock him the f out. I would love it if, uh, in you know, after the third round, the he's just like I'm not going. He did the Roberto Duran, no moss, no moss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe he just quits. I mean, he won't. He won't. But I, I, I it, it would, it would be nice if he got knocked out. Now it's, it's, it's. Kind of, I wonder because it's easier to score a knockout relatively in the UFC because of glove size. What if they do the Rocky but, two thing? Oh, simultaneous knockdown! Simultaneous knockdown, planned simultaneous knockdown, and then who can climb up first? No, like they it. they both they both they get, both stay down. They both stay down. Uh-huh. Oh, rematch! Another hundred twenty million. There'll be no rematch. They'll never do that because Floyd Mayweather, if he ever had control over anything, would never tarnish his perfect record. Nope. That's he why he only takes these joke it. fights. And the but other it doesn't the, even count. It's not a real. It's like, a real fight. Sanctions. Well, it's it will go on his record. He's forty nine and zero. There's no belt, but it'll go on his record. Well, he always said he didn't want to beat the other guy's record. That was forty. Also forty nine and zero. Well, he's about to. Now, would you pay a hundred dollars for this fight? It is a hundred flipping dollars. No. What a joke. No. What a joke. You could get a WWE pay per view. Would you for yeah. fifty? Would you if the three of us were like, okay, we're all going in for thirty three dollars? Would you pay that? No. I, I what, if t- what if there were what if you could ten say of us? Ray, give me twenty five cents to get in on this, and I would be like, no, I'd pay ten bucks. I, I could do ten. I could do it cause just because I, I at that point it's low stakes, and I want to see how it plays out. I'm not convinced I would watch it on YouTube the next day for free. Oh, you would, you <laughs> yeah. would. Yeah. If McGregor knocks out Mayweather, I would watch it on YouTube the next day. Any anything else? And yeah. I'm, I find myself wildly uninterested because I get what they're doing. It's obvious what they're doing. And yet, no one's stopping them from doing it. Is there any chance that McGregor's style will be so unorthodox, and he'll take so many chances that maybe he gets, maybe he accidentally gets one of those, like gets him with an elbow or something, and and Floyd's bleed, busts his eye and, open, yeah, and, and then all of a sudden it's like it's on. I mean, well, no, well then there'd be a stoppage. 
because <laughs> it's boxing. Yeah, but yeah, but, but uh, I, we've seen I've seen a lot of blood in fights lately. Seen headbutts. Yeah. If, if I'm Conor McGregor, I'm going for as many accidental headbutts mm-hmm. as I possibly yeah. can, yeah. right in the eye region of right. Floyd Mayweather. Right, like that's just me. Uh, and I I've never seen him get headbutted, not one time. Yeah. Well, because well, he because you can't get close. No, to nobody's getting close. Yeah, <laughs> just gotta, no, you just got to go for the grab. He's just yeah. running towards him with his head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. It'll, it'll, it'll. I mean, I, I, it's, it's, it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be an exhibition match, and Consensus not even a, is, uh, not even the fun one where it's like uh, Rocky d- with Hulk Hogan in, in oh Rocky Three. Thunderlips. Yeah, it's yeah, the thunder consensus for, from us. Then is like it's we're gonna be disappointed, right? Is that what the deal is? Probably? I, I well, can't be disappointed no because I expect be nothing. Be yes, exactly. But you're gonna get less than nothing. Uh, you'll you'll get you'll get to see uh, a, a UFC yep. fighter in the ring uh, with with a boxer a, fa- a famous boxer. You get to see a very interesting sparring match between the two. More interesting: this fight or the battle of the sexes with Billie Jean King and that dude? No one, nobody remembers the battle of the sexes with the dude Bobby Riggs. Remembers. Bobby Riggs. And there's there a movie coming out based on it. That, yeah, with Steve Carell. That's going to be. The, I mean, hands down, because this is. That no, was more competitive. Yeah. That Bobby Riggs well, won, yeah. lost no, like six four in one of the sets. Yeah, no fight yeah. fan really. I don't think. I don't think real fight fans are really egging to see it because it's like it's different because it's it's not like UFC one where it was like you bring your style and I bring my style. Right. So you're a boxer right. and, I'm, and a I'm a mixed martial arts guy <laughs> who can punch, kick, and and go for submissions and we're going to see who's going to win this. No, no. It's, that was the day. We're in, we're in boxing and we have very specific rules. You are one of the absolute best at boxing. I have boxed. <laughs> and go. For, for, for a fight that we don't seem like we're that excited about... We have talked about it for over half an hour. It's true. It's true. And, and I guess I would leave on, I would end this segment on this point is uh, P.T. Barnum once said, nobody ever went broke underestimating the taste of the American public. Boom. Mm. And that's this fight in a nutshell. Very much. Uh, let's talk about football a little bit. Then we'll do some Game of Thrones. Who are? Uh, Brent, the Chiefs are already in training camp. Mm-hmm. As we record this on a Sunday, we're recording right before Game of Thrones on Sunday night. Uh, my Lions just went to training camp today. Yeah. <laughs> because are, and I looked, they're already 0-4. Oh, crap. So. We've already gotten five uh, <laughs> you're fouls. Behind, you're behind the eight ball. <laughs> uh, that wouldn't surprise me. Uh, actually, it would surprise the heck out of me, Brent, but thank you. Uh, Brent, tell me about your Chiefs right now. What are you excited about this year? What are you not excited about? What are you nervous about? Like, just, just for the people at home. I mean, I know you've been following okay. the team. I know you know what's up at training camp. Nervous. Here's what I'm nervous about. Mostly that we got rid of Jeremy Macklin, and we don't have a lot of proven... Who's going to catch the ball over there? Yeah, right. Well, we've got Tyreek Hill. Who you had a good year. Who you can't. Good special teamer. He's the fastest guy in the league, probably. Uh, I'm concerned that they said he's not going to be going to be returning kicks this year. Concerned about that. They can't bit. afford to lose him as a wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm worried. I hope that it doesn't turn into like a Devin Hester thing. Although, from all the metrics I've seen and all these statistics, like he's a much better receiver. Well, who than was the Hester human joystick was. that you guys had? Dante Hall. Dante Hall. That's but what he I was wasn't that of. great of a receiver either. He's he got not. more skills. Uh, Receiving wise, than than those guys did. So, but the point being, we lost Jeremy Macklin, and I guess we've got Kelsey for what tight end. So, so that you guys are what eleven and five last year, twelve, 12 and, four. and four. Okay, and four. twelve and four, second place. Yeah, um, I no, did first see a, place. You guys won the division. We won the division. Yeah, because we, we beat the Raiders both times. Like we, I mean, we're, David Carr is really, really great, and uh, we're so, five, so, five so and so we're so five and one against. So him. is his brother Derek. 
Nice. <laughs> Who did I say? David. Oh, David Carr. David Carr. Uh, that's that's how much that's how much I respect him. Wow, David Carr, the most highest paid quarterback. David in NFL Carr history. probably had a better record against the Chiefs than than Derek Carr. Let's did. not. Let's not go crazy. Well, <laughs> he played Derek, for the Houston Derek Carr's one in five. Okay, well maybe you're so. right. <laughs> He probably didn't play the Chiefs six times. He probably didn't play uh, the Chiefs, uh, win so the Chiefs ever. But we have a lot of the same guys coming back. Uh, Tom Bahali, you know, his What's whole, going on with Tom Bahali's situation? He's, I don't know. He's an older player, and he's, he's, he wants to play. That's he says, it. I guess I guess they don't need me around here anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's weird because he's a guy that's never complained before, and now it's just yeah. like. Knowing Tom Bahali, at least from knowing mm-hmm. you, yeah. he's like a gentleman. Mm-hmm. He's a consummate professional. And then all of a sudden, at the age of 35, is all tweeting. Well. Uh, Guys, I, do I even have a place on this team? Think about anymore? this though. Well, if I, you're Tom Bahali, your whole life you've been the best player on your team, right? Yeah, yeah. And then when you're 34 years old, all of a sudden you're like, oh, I only played like 10 plays. All of a sudden you're not. It's so you're not used run. to that, yeah, yeah. right? Um, I mean, it was a first round draft pick, so uh, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, so their defense looks pretty good, though. Defense looks like they'll looks be better good. than the last offense. Year. You guys offense. gonna be able to run the ball a little bit, hopefully. Yeah, and we got a new uh, running back from uh, Kareem Hunt. From Louisville, who should be hmm. good. Let me see right now. What's how many games does Alex Smith start this year before Pat Mahomes takes over as the future of the franchise? You know what? I saw a two-minute drill in the first practice where he led the team to a touchdown. So I'm going to say nice. week one. Week one. No. <laughs> he supplants him in training camp. Come Alex, you heard it here. First. Barring an injury, Alex Smith will start the entire season. Could you see like Alex Smith being traded if Pat Mahomes is really like that good? Pat Mahomes still got a little ways to Alex go. Alex Smith to, but, the, to the Vikings, but you can see in the pre- and just in the practices. I can't wait for the preseason because he's going to flash, dude. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm well, excited for that. As opposed to like uh, who is the uh, Trubisky, Mitch Trubisky, for with Chicago Bears, very famous. First practice. Now. Fumbled three out of the first five snaps. <laughs> hey, that's where you get the kinks out. I do know that one of your first uh, scrimmages in preseason is going to be with the Niners. Ooh, so nice. Be, uh... That's cool. Now, Matt, have you paid attention to a lot of what the Niners have been doing so far? It's I'm... okay if you haven't because nobody else has. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> no, I, 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 not really. I peek, in, I peek in here and there. I mean, I know that their training camp has started, uh, uh, but I. I have no idea what they're doing well, they over got, there. They got Kyle Shanahan as their new head coach. Who's he, their quarterback? I'm not even sure I can say who that is. I don't. Oh, it's uh, it's um, no. um the guy who's uh, Josh McCown. Really? Oh. No, it's, it's a Brian Hoyer. It's one of those two guys. Huh. Oh my god! I, that, I could that's look that it up, bad. But I, they're at the level of former Cleveland quarterbacks. Yeah, that's where they're at right now. Yeah, wow. That's what, I mean. That's I, I'm. I I almost I just I I do I think once the season starts up. I'm gonna watch. You're gonna watch. Some I'll games. see. I'll see. Wh- I'll just see where they are. What's going on and stuff like well, that. It, and, what and, I might and, suggest for you is to, as a Niners fan in the year 2017, sure. do what Ray did all throughout the years of the 2000s as a Lions fan. <laughs> uh-huh. You watch the first three or four games, right. and then you pick a different team, <laughs> and then you still watch your games from time to time. But you're really on board with the Ravens now. That's you know, you just sort of pick another team now, that that does not offend you. Did did. Uh, are the are the are the Raiders going to play Vegas this season? No, not till twenty nineteen. Okay, that's okay. That's not going down yet. All right, it's going to be a little while. Brian Hoyer, yeah, it is Brian. Right, Hoyer. It is Brian okay. Hoyer. Yeah, that's that's where they're at right now. It's a Brian Hoyer team. Now, some would say Kyle Shanahan is the one who got the most out of Brian Hoyer when they were both in Cleveland together. Some might make that argument. Some might say it's a few years since then as well. 
Well, yeah. I mean, look, I'm gonna, I want to let the let, like I said, I'll let the first few games speak and see where they are, and then then we'll make uh, judgments. Well, last year the first few games they like whooped the Rams. They beat the Rams. They were two and fourteen last year. Both wins against the Rams. <laughs> they and then they lost thirteen <laughs> games in a row after they beat the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. Kablam! So, yeah. And then they they actually came back from uh, uh, fourteen points down with like six minutes to go to beat the Rams yeah. in a week like sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> That's called a moral victory. That's right, Pyrrhic victory. We'll say because yeah. everyone was ousted now, right afterwards. I don't want the. I don't want you to think we're picking on you because we don't like the Niners. Like uh, the the Chiefs would never have a quarterback if we didn't uh, get all your leftover guys that weren't that you <laughs> kind of like made us think we're really good and weren't good. Like Steve Bono, Elvis Gerbach. <laughs> we did get Joe Montana. Get Joe Montana. He did take us to the AFC Championship game, but he was so old Speed. that he got and, injured. And if so. it wasn't for the 49ers, we would never have had Coach Steve Mariucci. That's, oh yeah. God! Well, it. hey now, Mooch. <laughs> I like him in the booth. Can I say that? I like I like Mariucci for NFL Network. Was he Detroit's okay. coach? Yeah. He can I tell you right now? I watched the press conference because it was Steve Mariucci had one down year in San Francisco and they ousted him uh-huh. uh, after like taking him far in the playoffs and stuff. And we signed him. Uh, it was the big first one of the big signings of uh, the uh, Matt Millen era. He was the third, uh, maybe the third coach draft, but he was the one that came in with like the the expectations uh-huh. and that first this is how s- sad i am that first press conference at ford field of steve mariucci talking i started welling up and i'm like <laughs> we're finally gonna do something no, in the playoffs no, oh no. he had me convinced yeah. could you go if you and could go back out, in time I, I and talk like to that that young race to canis can i tell you i met marty morningweg at, he came to my restaurant i was working in back in the day nice. and i ran out of my way to like say hi to him and shake his hand and be like welcome to detroit this is before the bright like a week before the nfl season started and i was just like hey, good luck against the bears or whatever team we were playing in week one he's like yeah man i got you and little did i know he'd be one of the worst coaches i've ever Jeez. seen in my entire life well right. i mean i feel like michigan uh, detroit in particular that's a common story for so many things across <laughs> the board: the sports industry, <laughs> politics, a lot of things. <laughs> our, sen- our senators, Kid Rock being one of them. <laughs> Just yeah, environment. <laughs> like it's like it's, it's all a lot of like, hey guys, we're really going to band together. Oh no, wait, it's up again. So yeah. uh, so growing up in Nebraska, there used to be a lot of Niner fans in Nebraska because when I was growing up, you had the whole Roger Craig, Tom Rathman, okay, okay. which were big players in yeah, uh, San yeah. Francisco, and. Uh, Ray knows this, but and I don't know if I told you this. Like a month ago, I ran into To at uh, <laughs> in Hollywood. Yeah, yep. I shook he's his around. Hand. He's around. He has the biggest hand I've ever sh- shaken. He's in he's, my he's, he's not life. a small yep. man. Uh, Brent's yeah. got a thing of meeting like interesting athletes because you also saw Johnny Man. Oh, did you see Johnny Manziel? No, I didn't. Oh, I'm see sorry. Him. It was uh, that was Munson. Uh, that was Munson yeah. who sent you the picture, Johnny Manziel. But you met? Was it Colin Kaepernick at the the salad I bar? I saw him at yeah. uh, Tender Greens. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. I just shot some uh, a couple spots with uh, Swaggy P. Are we allowed to talk about the Swaggy P? Well, spots? we can't talk about anything other than that. Uh, Brent will be in some ads with Swaggy P. Swaggy P. Boom. Uh, who is was with the Lakers last year and just signed with Golden State? Because why so, wouldn't you? Yeah, why wouldn't you? <laughs> you know, you already know you're in the finals. <laughs> Thank you. And to go from the Lakers to that, not bad. Oh yep. man, yeah, especially now. Um, well, real quick, I'll, I'll talk about the Lions. I uh, I'm excited for this year. It could it's up and down. I could see this team going seven and nine again. I could see this team going ten and six, eleven and five. It's just who? How many injuries are we going to get? Last year, the team was nine and four before literally the entire offense imploded with injury. <laughs> our quarterback injured a, 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 a finger on his throwing hand. Both our running backs are out for the season. Three of five offensive linemen went down. <laughs> 
And it's like, hey, why can't the Lions offense do anything? I don't know. No one's there. Yeah. Mm, We're only playing with nine guys. Maybe Jeez. that has something to do with it. They really have to fix this water situation. In oh, man. Okay. Stop pumping Ford Field full of Flint's water. I'm because, telling you. Because it's, 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 it's terrible. It's, it's terrible. terrible. From what I've seen, and maybe I'm wrong, did Detroit not really address their running back position? And I look, I love Amir Abdullah because he's a Nebraska guy, but did they not have what they did inst- else? Instead of uh, addressing their running back position, and they did, Matt Asiata ring a bell. Oh, oh they, But here's what they did. They addressed their offensive line situation by getting Ricky Wagner and TJ Lang, two all-pro on the right side, the uh-huh, right guard, right uh-huh. tackle. Uh, they're going to roll with the Graham Glasgow at guard and then uh, Travis Swanson at center, who both were very good last year. Unfortunately, Taylor Decker, our left tackle, got injured, got a torn labrum. He's going to miss the first month of the season. Is he Par for the course. Uh, he's an Ohio State guy, sir. Oh, How dare you? Wow. Sorry, my mistake. He has a tattoo of the Buckeye nut on his left, like. Uh, 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 elbow, uh, tricep. tricep, yeah. And so every time he leans over, and, and from behind that you can guy. see the Buckeye. Oh, so douchey. And it's so man. douchey. Yeah. Man. Look, and I like Taylor Decker because he's a lion and he protects my boy, Matthew Stafford. Sure. But that being said, he's kind of an Ohio State douchebag. Well, uh, God bless him, but no. No, 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 no. So, And I think the defense is going to be a lot better. Jared Davis being the first-round draft pick to play inside linebacker. Everybody says this look guy has all the appearance, and we'll see what happens on the field. But already here, they remind him of a young Ray Lewis, but, but not killing people. Okay. So like Ray Lewis. So like Ray Lewis. Innocent. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like Barry Bonds, never proven. Thank yeah, you. I, okay. Hashtag never proven. <laughs> Hashtag fake news. Thank you. <laughs> um, and so and we got him coming back. And, we, you know, we, we, everybody's a year older. Like, the defensive line is a little bit of a sketchy situation. Uh, but I, it's got to be better than last year. They were, like, the 29th or 30th ranked defense last year. So if they, if they rise to 23... This team is all great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> We're yeah good th- to go. I, yeah, your defense was. I remember the Chiefs. I feel like they didn't punt against you, and they weren't like gangbusters offense. It was something know? to the effect of. Uh, I think it was two years ago we played, uh, and that was no. We didn't we? Whip yeah, it was, you it was in, two years in ago. London last year. That was two years ago. Really? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it's such a butt whooping that I still remember it two years. It's the lingering effects are still, still happening. Fresh. Still fresh in your See, mind. See, this yeah. is me and Brent. Uh, the Chiefs have played the Lions twice since we've really known each other. Mm-hmm. And both times was a complete butt whooping. <laughs> One, the first time, not only did we kick the Chiefs' butt, but we injured their uh, all-star super pro running back with our well, mascot. That's that's why you guys kicked our butts. <laughs> because he was out in the first quarter. It might have been a closer game. Maybe not. Rory the Lion. <laughs> destroyed Jamal Lewis's ACL. And I'm not happy about it, but that's what happens. Listen, if you're going to be part of the team, <laughs> all right, if you are going to contribute to the effort of the team, then you get out there. What I, the thing I remember about that game was I came over here in this exact room to watch the game, and by halftime, Brent was playing Angry Birds on his phone. <laughs> now, the second time we played, we mm-hmm. did not get together for the game. It was in yeah. London. It was a 6 a.m. game. I tried to get him to come over. I couldn't get if myself If he loves his team, should he not come over here at 6 a.m.? That's a tough pull. That's a lot of love. It's a, a tough pull. Yeah. Uh, so I, I ended up watching it, and I would say by halftime, I was playing Angry Birds on my phone because it was <laughs> not right, a yeah. fun. I don't even think it was a fun game to watch either Either hey, direction. Like I'm trying to figure out, remember what the score was. It was like 38 like to 45 10 or something. Like it was, it was bad. Ugly. It Ugly. was real bad. Uh, but anyway, I, I have hope for the Lions. I could see how a few key injuries could happen. And then all of a sudden, just a couple things break not not our way, which I'm used to by now. And I can see this team going seven and nine, fighting hard, but just you know they lose enough close games that it just they get they get down early and they just can't make a comeback of it. It's possible, but I really do think this team's going to do something this year. 
Hey, Ray, I want to just say, like, I know we haven't done the podcast in, like, a month or something. It's been a little bit. Okay. Uh, and I went to the ESPYs, and I was on the red carpet, and I did not take you. You did not. And um, I feel okay about that. <laughs> <laughs> See, Brent, he, actually, actually, <laughs> he was just bringing it up just to tell you again, I went and didn't take actually, you. Actually, I found out at such a late notice that you couldn't get out of another commitment that you had. I, so. was, I was working, okay. and I couldn't get out of it the next day. Well, I was just going to say a commitment, like you had something cool to do. No, but, I, uh, I didn't. All right. <laughs> Caught up in projects. Look, uh, let's those... just say Ray was at the, uh, the grotto. Ah. I would, yeah, uh, I went to the Playboy Mansion <laughs> by myself to clean the pool. <laughs> to clean <laughs> the pool. Yeah. It wasn't Which even needs. Yeah. To be fair, needs a lot of cleaning. It wasn't Guys. even. Nobody was even there. Like, it wasn't, Hugh was gone. He just went. It's just like Ray. Can you skim the pool? It's going to take eight hours. It was just me and a cement truck full of chlorine. <laughs> That's all it was. <laughs> and. Guys, do I look extra pale today? Because <laughs> I still went for a Here's swim. Here's the deal. If they paid it. you enough money, would you clean the, the, the pool? The if they paid me enough money, well, sure. yes, I would. Sure. If they paid, Look, Brent, but I could use some to, money. But you had to clean it by being in the pool the entire time. Whatever I'm, it takes, I'm, man. Hey, listen. Okay. You know, right. Do you know how many yeah. dreams have died in that pool? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be the first. The power alone right there. It's I feel like, like uh, you might get in there and you might literally see Pennywise the Clown from there. <laughs> exactly. Like, we all float down here, Ray. It's like there would be such an energy, like a concentrated mm-hmm. energy. It would be like uh, like, like one of those places uh, that like, like Gozer would come through that doorway. I was going to say, I would <laughs> expect know? druids to hold meetings there. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what I would expect. Um, <laughs> so guys, let's talk about Game of Thrones right mm-hmm. now. Ooh. Uh, now we record this right before episode three. So if you're listening to this... Uh, you don't have to worry about spoilers, because if you're caught up through the first two episodes, you're caught up Kaboom. to where we yeah. are. Um, can I say right now, Euron Greyjoy is my hero. I love this guy so much. He came over. He's the one who crashed down on the ship and then right. took, took uh, uh, the, the evil guy. The evil guy. <laughs> the the, evil, the yeah. fact that he, he comes down, crushes a guy under the bow of the ship, looks around, just busts out laughing like, here we go. And I like a guy who enjoys his work. Well, I, I will say that <sighs> I did think it was interesting that... Um, the outcome of that battle. Because you're talking about these super assassins. You're talking about his niece and nephew. Now, listen, we all know Theon, a.k.a., you know, the artist formerly known as Reek. That's right. Has some issues. All right. And some that's PTSD going on. And, and rightfully so. You I know? would. Uh, but, uh, the, like, he, y- Euron comes down and he starts defeating the boat with an axe and pirate screams. Literally. <laughs> He's just, ah! I think he screamed a guy's head off. Like, I think that happened. Seems legit. Uh, I, 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 I really thought that sequence was cool, but, uh, I don't know. I, I just kind of wanted to see him take a little bit more of a beating. He did get cut a couple of times, which he he got cut with swords and so what? Like he might as well. Yeah. You get that adrenaline. You're right. There was really no drama at a point where like, oh, he might be on the run. No, he's just running rough shot. To me, the drama was as soon as his ship starts cutting through the fog and you realize, oh, F. He's here. You know he's going to crush people. The question is, who's getting out? Who's surviving? Uh, you know, who's getting killed? Like yeah, to me, that's the drama. You're right, but I and, and I and I, like I said, I liked it. I was with it, and I and I felt it, and I was in it. But I guess I just to me the the only thing, the only drawback was it diminished the other Greyjoys because up oh, until yeah. then, up until then, they had kind of been kicking ass, and we yeah, had seen yeah, them kick we, ass, and, and, and the, the assassins had like you right. know they they were kicking ass, but the assassins you get them in a fair fight, it's a little different. Well, and you had seen and you had seen mm-hmm. him before. Only time we had seen him fight, he kind of sucker punched the dude and just threw him off the bridge, right? Yeah, and and it was and, old, like yeah. dying not guy. just the guy, like his dad, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
or his uncle, or his, at uncle. Least. his uncle, his uncle. Yeah. yeah. So and now he's a, so. And the, the other question that I have about the thing: Jon Snow is going to Dragonstone. Yes. Does he bend the knee to Daenerys Targaryen? Why? Why not? Do you want to see it? Do you think it'll happen? I think he's walking up mm-hmm. and he's like, "I'm not bending the knee," and then right. he sees her and is like. I will do anything for you. <laughs> Listen, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of talk a bunch a bunch big Game of Thrones fans all over the the internet and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of people uh, there's even a big uh, going theory that because the opening song is titled Fire and Ice mm-hmm. that Snow and and and, Tar- and Targaryen are destined to become one another because you have him of the of the White Wall, her of the fire, blah blah blah. However, and it, and it turns out he's full royalty, he's not a bastard. Yeah. He yeah. we find out he's full royalty, yeah. she's full royalty. This yeah. would work in he's, the world of Game of Thrones. He's an to God, Prince, uh, <laughs> but uh, the, Prince Lone Star. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the thing that the I I don't want to see him bend the knee. Nope. I don't, especially because now we do know that he's full royalty, uh, and I don't. I know he's been making a lot of controversial decisions for the North. He's made some bad decisions for the North. Sansa has been was correct, right? Uh, you punish the houses that did not fight with you and get loyal houses, give them their castle. Either, I get that. I know I, you you can do that, or you can try to make allies. I mean, look, he's been on the other side before. He's been on the definitely like I have had to pay for the sins of of mm-hmm. those who came before me. Yeah. So they both have a point. Uh, and it's just that she's going a little bit more dark side. He's going a little bit more light side. Yeah, uh, but. Uh, I don't. I, I think with as much as they have on the wall, or as much as they have going on, and with he knows, like, hey, zombies are coming. Zombies yes. are here. Yeah, we're better with more allies, not less. Like, I'm not gonna. It's good. Point. Well, that and I can't bend a knee to you right now. We can't talk about this. It's either like either you help us, or everyone dies. But nobody Period. knows this but him, and all he has to do is convince them. And, and who's he in the grand scheme of things? Really? Now he has a name. Now mm-hmm. I mean, like he is the king of the north. Everybody knows he's the king of the north. Right. So, but in that mind, he he can't go to Daenerys and be be like, I bend the knee to you. No, he can't do that. He can't. He can't do that. You just can't. But I think he might. I think he might. Now he might not mean it, but he might be like, ceremonially, I will bend the knee. But I am the king of the north. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think he would be that treacherous. If he bend the oh, knee, wow. he would. He would. It would stay bent. It would. It Interesting. Would, uh, he would. He would Kaepernick it. Um, guys, he would Kaepernick but, it. Guys, and then no NFL team would take John Snow to be their much, quarterback. Pretty much. Not, it would be Kaepernick. Not to story. spoil anything, but the East Coast feed is on right now, and the hashtag trending is he bent the knee though. But his knee. <laughs> Shut up. Not true. No. But his knees. <laughs> but his yeah. knees. Though. But his knees. Yeah. Yeah, his knees though. <laughs> Uh, no, it's, it's those uh, knees could have been hacked. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. <laughs> fake knees, fake knees, fake, fake knees. knees. We all came up with that at the same time. Oh, it was God. synergy. Oh. You know, parallel uh, thinking is a real thing, guys. Right. No, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see him bend the knee, I, and I don't know. Uh, I mean, the the the. I wonder if Daenerys will be taken with the young Snow. I mean, at some point, he's got to show her the wounds. Uh, I don't know that they'll mean anything, but at some point she's going to have to see the wounds. She's got to be impressed by somebody at some point. You know, well, you know, I mean, Jon Snow's I mean, a pretty impressive guy. I mean, somebody I th- that's can match her. Now, I'm yeah. saying, do you, no. you think when Euron Greyjoy goes back to um, King's Landing that Den- uh, not Daenerys that uh, Cersei is going to be like, "Come get some, baby"? I think she will. I think she. I, will I too. think. I think. I she, think she's down. She. The, yeah. She was giving him looks and shit, and and she. If, if he brings her a fleet, because because that's the thing is that she's all about fronting right now. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't have 
They have no money. Yeah, they have no money. The Lannisters have no money. They're running out of friends fast. And she's like, no, we're gonna take the we're gonna take back King's Landing. And if he can bring back to her a fleet with his army. A fleet of ships, then then she's going to be like, we're doing this. Yeah, well, you think it puts him in a better leverage position too, correct? I yes, mean, I time. think, I imagine one of the lines in the episode tonight might be like, uh, huh, I guess we, I guess we can't, I guess I can't fully commit my fleet to you until you're on Greyjoy. Am I wrong? No. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I, I see. It took me a second there. Oh, I was like, ah, ha, ha. <clears throat> but, but he will say that. Uh, Look, let's just say that when, when Reek, you know, did his thing from the ship that this was just a jumping off point for the rest of the season. Well, Am I wrong, you guys? I think so. And I here's my, my hope for that also is that we saw Theon jump off the ship and everybody was like, oh, man, because, we, you know, we would have liked to have seen him overcome his demons. To which, to the people who I say did that, I was like... Give it some time, people. You know what yeah, I mean? That, here's the deal. In real life, he's, that doesn't happen. Yeah. He's fresh off of, of being but mutilated. But shouldn't that snap you out of it? The fact that your sister's, you no. know? No, 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 no. Explain no, no. that to a PTSD veteran on the 4th of July. Yeah. No. Can't no. you just know their fireworks, yeah. dude? Yeah. Thank Come you. Come on, man. What, what I, I think what I'd like <laughs> to see. But this is on TV. What I'd like to see is a, a, a good series third act where... And, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying this. I'm putting this out there. I'm, I'm thinking series uh, third act, he swoops in and, and, and finds the bravery at the right moment. It may be a, a, probably in the self-sacrifice way. He's going to have to. Like, he's he's going to kamikaze it. You know, kamikaze it. He's going to Randy Quaid in Independence Day and, that's, and, and just ride his crop duster into the UFO. And that's it. That's going to be know a what? redemption. And moment. I predict he tries to do that and gets shot by like the kid with the arrow Because from this screen. is Game of Thrones. Yeah. It is Game of Thrones. He, matter of fact, we're going to find out this episode, he drowned. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He died off screen. Yeah. How do you like that? Yeah. Not only did he die off screen, he took the, uh, he took the, uh, the blacksmith kid with him. Yeah. He's you. been on a boat for five seasons and yeah. Theon Greyjoy rips him down. Can we not have an episode the rest of the season where Samuel Tarley is like scooping <laughs> poop or pus? I want or... more of it. I want more. More Although pus, the, more poop. He the has transition, more. The transition from the pus in the grayscale scene to the pie to the pot pie oh my God. was horrifying and I so can never happy. look at a pot pie in the same way again. I, I, it made me hungry for pot pie. Well, no. uh, tasty dragon scale pus. Come is on, he man. being stupid help, trying to help Jorah Mormont? I mean, come on. It's who he is. Well, no, and this is the thing. I didn't read any of the books, right? But I have read. I have talked to people who have read the books, mm-hmm. and apparently, um, oh, what's 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 the what, books now? Everything is oh, past yeah, the books now. I know though. we are, but, but we're in a uh, post facts and books world. But a thing that pissed people off that Samuel Tarly, the uh, no, 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 the 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 Jorah Mormont, yes, Bormont was that he. Apparently, in the books, was way badass, and and he was badass he was in the series. Badass, yeah. But people really had contention with how he supposedly kind of went out, which was kind of being shanked by all the rich kids wearing masks. It's like, it's like that's like Captain America getting taken down by you know a bunch of dudes with switchblades plastic in an man. alley. You know what I mean? Like plastic, plastic man, man turned yeah. evil. So, yeah. so it's one of those things. That people were like, that wouldn't. Have, so to see him come back and to see that there might be a cure, it's like, okay, we may have another cool player in the game who has got some skill who i don't know who his uh who his because because now you got to be doing the matchups like who's gonna fight who who's gonna like they're all gonna have to fight the white walkers at some point yeah. but there's also probably gonna be a war so who's gonna face off uh clearly uh, the mountain because he would oppose he would fight for daenerys against the lannisters 
And if the hound isn't going to fight the mountain, which makes sense because they're related to each other. Sure. Uh, and that, to me, should be the matchup. But I could see Jorah Mormont going for the mountain or Jamie Lannister himself, perhaps. I could see the hound actually going for the mountain. They're related to each other, but they don't. there's not a lot of love lost between Well, them. he's got a burn face for a reason. Yeah. So, no, so, no, so no revenge for the Sand Snakes with the mountain? No. You know what I mean? Oh, well. There's still some sand snakes around. But they, he was just a tool. He was a tool of the Lannisters. You know? Well, that's it's true. Like, it's like, yeah, he, he was kind of forced to do it. He, he yeah. did it because he, he, he'll, he'll kill anybody they tell yeah, him to. That's but it's, true. they gave the order. He's a zombie, for God's sakes. You know, he is literally Jason Voorhees at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome. Yeah. It yeah. is pretty awesome. So, I mean, and, and, and it is interesting, this other thing that they introduced in the last thing, speaking of that, of... Resurrection being a thing in this universe, it's happened now. a few times now. So, so, it, so, it's one of those things of like, okay, now they can kill off people, but and it's, and nobody knows kind of how it works. Seemingly at random, certain people can come back. Well, Melisandre is now like she's she's shopping her wares. So yeah, that's, is, so that's gonna, an interesting. I thing. was going to ask you guys about Melisandre. She seems way different than she was. Is just because she's been taken down a notch because she was way wrong, severely yeah. humbled, yeah. big time, big time. Because here's the deal: she had a place, a very high place, in a guy that she really thought was going to take the crown, right. and she was going to live this good life. Mm-hmm. And then you know she her plan was terrible. Uh, she got everybody killed. She was shamed and kicked out of the army because of the, the daughter being burned at the stake yeah. for a, to win a battle that they did not win. Yep. So now she's so low status. She's going around being like, "Y'all need a witch." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I'm not even, a, and she's even like, "I'm not even a good witch." Yeah. Like I, I know something. Are you a good witch or a bad witch? <laughs> I'm not a witch at all, really. Yeah, I'm, I'm really I'm, more of a munchkin at yeah, this point. Yeah. I am. Um, I am a uh, poor witch. <laughs> I am, remember the one under the house. That's basically me right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just as effective. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you yeah, know, it's it's it is interesting to see all these alliances uh, uh, kind of play out. But introducing blanket resurrection, like it's not just Jon Snow. Now we know of other people who, uh, uh, like, and, and even the 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 Hound is running with the, you know a dude who has been resurrected. We don't know his story yet. Yes, that's right. Um, but. And and we still don't know the mechanism. And not just the hound, Bran. Uh, there was a White Walker like mm-hmm. ally of his, yeah, uh, who helped him get to the to the the wall. Sure. And and now, and actually, what do you think of that? What do you guys think of this? Uh, technically, especially because they're saying uh, they said in the last episode they're gonna that this fight is for the living. Jon Snow is he living or is he undead? He's undead. He died and came back. He is a he is a zombie. So He's like a, Harry Potter. So this is like I'm, I, I and it's kind of bringing. I don't know they're going how de- deep they're going to delve into this, but he's a dude that died and came back. So it, so is he just like the other dudes that like the ones that Melisandre brought back? Like so I don't I don't know. This is the thing. This is what we're going to find is, out. Yeah, I don't is know. That, That's the question. That, does he have a kinship? Can he kill White Walkers now that he has been to the other side? Like I don't see, I don't know. One thing I would like to see. And when the White Walkers come through the wall and barrel towards King's Landing, which I think is where we're going here. Uh, unless they're just going to fight at Winterhold, which maybe. But uh, I would love to see characters dying this season, important thematic characters, whether that's Cersei or whoever. I think that's going They to get resurrected as White Walkers, come back in the final season as ultimate bad guys, still retaining their essence, mm. but then each leading their own crew of zombies in different battles happening. So it's like they overthrow Cersei at the end of the season, they execute her, they kill her, and then when the White Walkers come to King's Landing, and maybe even take King's Landing, mm-hmm. and maybe the final holdup is in 
Dragonstone because that's where all the Dragonstone is, right? Sure, that sure. they can use to kill him. And maybe all the bad guys, you know, like the the Sparrow, the all these people from previous seasons come back as White Walkers hmm. to lead, and then maybe we can get like a really cool like Royal Rumble style match to end the end the se- series. That would with. be that would be interesting. Maybe kind of cool, could you know. That. Are we gonna run into some kind of thing where they just like blow up the mountain and all the? Dragon glass just shoots out and kills all the White Walkers because that seems kind of lame. It'd dude. be yeah. awesome. You know, you never know. I mean, hell, the, I, I'm not even. We're gonna have to watch these guys like mining the freaking stone. Which I, I don't there'll be see, some you know. mining scenes. I don't even think they're above. The end of the Game of Thrones television series is that the White Walkers took over. This was all I am legend. <laughs> and like this is all about. Hey, this is the new species here. <laughs> like you actually were in the way. All your little game turned out to be nothing because winter is here. These are the new people who are under a united banner. And, and there's That's peace. It. And there's peace in the seven <laughs> yeah. kingdoms. There's peace in the seven kingdoms. And then they, sh- they get meta with us. Like they see the White Walker King like uh, in the editing booth. Uh, we're going to change that thing so it just says the song of fire. Ice, ice, yeah. not ice. fire. Yeah. Song of dead ice. Song of song ice. of dead and then ice. The, then, It'll and be ice cubes. Today was a good day. <laughs> <laughs> and then the whole thing, just like a big zoom in to the king of the White Walkers, and it goes real close up on his eye, just in the middle of the screen, and darkness around it. And it goes <laughs> wink. End of show. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Boom. I think. Uh, well, I think we're end- we're at the end of the episode, guys. Thank you so much for being a part of this, Matthew Harris. Uh, it was it was a blast being here, man. I, uh, I, uh, great great time. Tell the people at home how they can find you on social media. Uh, go ahead and check out itsmattharris.com. Uh, you can also find me on itsmattharrisgram on the Instagram, uh, or you can find me on itsmattharris or at itsmattharris on Twitter. That's excellent. Is there any uh, projects coming up or anything that you want to pitch or anything that you want to shill for? Uh, you know, I'll tell you this. Uh, in 2018, look out for Swedish dicks, guys. Yes. Uh, I actually, since I'll you mentioned it, I actually read something about that show, and it's, it seems like it's going to be really good. It's I, yeah. the, 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 the script I read, uh, the, the episode I was on was really funny. It, it looks like it's uh, they really got their stuff together. Tim. Um uh, I think it's going to be on Pop TV. Uh, and other than that, uh, watch the Chelsea Handler show. Uh, you yes. may see me popping up on there soon. There uh, and keep watching episodes of Adam Ruins Everything because uh, I'm coming up not too long from now. Guys, did you hear that Chelsea Handler doesn't like Donald Trump? I've heard so, a rumor. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Weird that. Huh. Inside information from Raisenberg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll, wow, we're you'll never hear that anywhere this. else. Yeah, yeah. It's an exclusive, folks. <laughs> well, guys, that's going to do it for this episode. we got people we want to thank this week. We want to thank, of course, well, besides Matthew Harris, of course. We want to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. The train wreck. Got to thank, thank the, the train, train wrecks. wrecks. That's right. We got to thank uh, Jordan Monsell, the artist. Monsell me some art. You can go to Silhouettes by Jordan on uh, Facebook, or you can go to jordanmonsell.com and buy some art. You should. Mm-hmm. He's a good artist. I yep. like that guy. Yep. Uh, you also got to thank David Knoll, the producer. Dino. Well, nobody calls him Dino. I do, so that's wrong. <laughs> really, nobody calls That's him. wrong. Because <laughs> I just did. All right, fair enough. Uh, Brent, is there any? Uh, you can hit us up on social media, facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast, or on Facebook at Ray Brent Podcast. Individually, I'm at Almighty Ray. I'm at Scoops Pope, both on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Brent, is there anybody you want to thank? Uh, Matthew Harris, once again. You know why? Because his appearance on their show was perfect. Oh, that, that was great. That was great. Uh, yes. There's nothing else. <laughs> Gonna have to drag me